0: Digital.
1: FM online, this is Radar Radio. Hello, good morning. Good morning to everybody locked in. It's me Kwan. We're back again on Popular Opinions. We're starting with the news and it's election stuff. Uh, because uh, the election campaign is hotting up now. It's just about a month to go before we go to the ballots. Uh, and to meet Theresa May's accusing the Labour's of lying over overspending. Over Diane Abbott's been accused of getting her facts wrong about spending on police. Labour are accusing Tories of lying about their figures. Meanwhile the Lib Dems leader Tim Farron has been asked whether he believes gay sex is a sin. Not really sure what correlation that has to anything but I think it's because he's a Christian or something like that. Uh, and also, yeah, can't forget the UKIPs. Uh, Paul Nuttles currently looks like he would rather be anywhere but in the public eye right now. So. Got to make sure that he stays in the public eye to cause him maximum discomfort and pain. The election campaign, yes. Who are you going to vote for? I don't know right now. Uh, I'll be on the show later. Hopefully, I'll be able to work it out by the end of that. Cool. In sports, um, Great Britain got smashed up by... Oh, that was ages ago. Forget that. I was. <laughs> the reason I mentioned that is because I was watching it last night. Um, cool. So, what else is going on in the world? Uh, sport world. Sharapova is still uh, phasing criticism, this time from Andy Murray, who has quite rightly said that, you know, certain tournaments are going to give her World Cards to raise their profile. Uh, and there's some more stuff going on, but you can read it if you really want to find out. Cool. We are back. We are live. It is Unpopular Opinions. I am Qualm. As always, you can give us a shout out uh, to let us know that you're tuned in, either at Radar Radio LDN or at Who Is Quam. Uh Let's get straight into uh, a tune that people have been loving from last week. I finally got to drop it. Uh, this one, Fireworks, from Miles from Kinshasa. Don't forget, unpopular opinions.
2: But as we keeping up with you, I've never lost so much. And if I ever had to choose, I would have missed that call. I guess I've never loved the blues the way you do. Oh, oh. Don't really want to hear your voice. responsible for what you say what you say are you accountable for what it does what it does so what we get high maybe that will be enough just like the first time. The smoke won't hide your blood. Why i always so high? These will show more than you've ever done. That you ain't willing to fathom, cause you're pigeoned. in the same way I saw rather mass. Unexpected to one, but I saw visions, no more parties and happy. If I'm holding oh, no, out on holding cause I felt a deeper religion. That you ain't willing to fathom, cause you're pigeon's in the same way. I saw rather mass. Unexpected to one, but I saw visions, no more parties in and happy. Uh, nah, nah. But as we're keeping up, with you I never know. So and if I ever had to choose, I would have missed that call. But as I keep an opportunity, I never lost so much. And if I ever had to choose, I would have missed
3: Talk best stuff when it comes to the conscious sea. So they about that lifeless sea. So they're gonna do me a thing less sea. See I'm right here when a mica don't talk best stuff when it comes to the punchless sea. So they about that lifeless sea, so they're gonna do me a thingless sea. See them right here when a mica don't talk best stuff when it comes to the punchless less sea. So they about that lifeless sea, so they're gonna do me a thingless sea, see I'm right here when the mic don't talk best stuff when it comes to the punchless sea, so they about that lifeless sea. So they're gonna do me a thingless sea, see I'm right here when Send shots on the slide, better make it a thing. Talking the most dying, taking it in, all these subways trying to sell a tape just a stick in the game. For the chicks and the kicks and the fame, ain't even about half the shit that they say. Man, get part time and cook. Now they wanna start talk whipping and drop. Better adams about dip and wash. Comes to the app, man, dip like wash. Dead man, go online, force in the front when it comes to the punch, time, Formula One. Talking the net, but the talking is done when I roll in the room. Stop whispering over the tune. Fix up yourself, better know how to move. When it comes to the consular sea, say they're about that life let's see. Say they're gonna do me a thing to see. Say I'm right here when the mic don't talk best stuff when it comes to the consular sea. Say they're about that life let's see. Say they're gonna do me a thing let's see. Say I'm right here when a micer don't talk best stuff when it comes to the consular sea. Say they're about that life let's see. Say they're gonna do me a thing let's see. Say I'm right here when the mic don't talk best stuff when it comes to the consular sea. Say they're about that life let's see. So they're gonna do me a thing, let's see See I'm right here with the mic right. oh, Calm and cool Came in the game, started starting the fools I made a spark of the sparkling jewel Get sparked in the face if it starts in a pool Don't start it at the tool when I am talking the things. But when I'm in a place when I smile on my face Like it's never been the case, that's cool fam You can play games if you want Do man I can get banged in the face If you want on a big man thing, from it ain't what you want Don't front like it is cause your mates in this job I don't need anyone, I put your face on the curb Damming up stones, don't say a word Moving erratic, making a fuss But it ain't gonna last when I throw down a curse Don't come around man with your attitude Stinking fam Better Soaking them words when it comes to the conscious sea. Say them about that life, the sea. Say they're gonna do me a thing, the sea. Say I'm right here when a mic don't talk best stuff when it comes to the conscious sea. So they're about that life, the sea. Say they're gonna do me a thing, the sea. Say I'm right here when a mic don't talk best stuff when it comes to the conscious sea. So they're about that life, the sea. Say they're gonna do me a thing, the sea. Say my am right here when a mic don't talk best stuff when it comes to the conscious sea. So they're about that life, the sea. Say they're gonna do me a thing, the sea. Say my am right here with a mic. Couldn't care if your hotline bring like Jizzy No, get into don't get busy. All that stunting, you don't get busy. Them and the IG and Twitter imposters All that floss in them eyes still stinky Front and big, for the man dead dinky Slide on the set, start acting kinky Indirect man, get fast and quick Box to the jaw, all of that's windy, tropical storm Them and the wimpy, lost to the source and all spray magazines are just lost in the source Don't pop for the door like you're lacking incense Get smoked on a set, never lacking incense Japping about you, running up your trap is dead man Fell in the head, get back to your bed I don't talk best stuff when it comes to the punchless sea. Say so they're about that lifeless sea. Say they're gonna do me a thingless sea. Say I'm right here when the I don't talk their stuff when it comes to the punchless sea. So they're about that lifeless sea. So they're gonna do me a thing, let's see. Say so I'm right here when mic. I don't talk their stuff when it comes to the conscious sea. So 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 I, I Indeed.
1: Yeah, just keep crying Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you didn't know, this one one of my hey, personal wait. favorites. Altat, Roxford every single. That one called Let's See. Taken off the Legion outtakes, yeah? So you can go and find that online. Just go and Google Legion outtakes. You get that. And I think there's another seven tunes or something like that. So get into it. Right, so. Can't believe I forgot to mention this um, at the top of the hour. Um, Big big, wish... That's why I didn't mention it, because the brain freeze is still continuing. Big uh, best wishes to Aaron Lennon, who has reportedly um, been... uh, sort of admitted to uh, a clinic after concerns about his uh, mental well-being. Hopefully he will pull through very soon uh, and make a full recovery. Um, But yeah, I wanted to start the show with another piece of football-related news. Uh, And this comes from Italy, um, from Cagliari specifically. I don't know where in Italy that is exactly, but I do know that uh, their football team, the first team, is in uh, the top division, which is called Serie A. Or A, if you're English. Yeah, Serie A. But yeah, um, it's uh, a recent match took place between Kaliri and Pescara. uh, And um, a man who Ghanaian people listening to the show may be familiar with, Suleyman Tari, he's now playing for Pescara, um, actually suffered uh, some racist abuse during the match. That in itself isn't really the news um, story per se. Um, But what happened was uh, he decided to sort of take matters into his own hands, as it were. Um, not by jumping into the crowd, I might add. Not by jumping into the crowd and like smacking someone, which, frankly, I think he would have been well within his rights to do, but might not have been the smartest move, so that's why he didn't do it. Um, but yeah, what he's done is he's gone to the referee um, and he's asking him to stop the game, um, Quite again, quite rightly, because why should he have to put up with that sort of abuse? No one should. I think everyone can argue, or oh, sorry, everyone can agree uh, that that's the case um so he goes up to the referee He says look this lot over there are calling me whatever um i feel like you should stop the game right now um the referee kind of said to him oh you know you're not allowed to go over to the fans because that's what he did initially sorry i forgot that bit he did go over to the fans because apparently he was a young kid with his parents uh, and what sully's done is he's gone over to the kid initially offered him his shirt and sort of said like look you shouldn't really do that kind of thing which again, I think he's dealt with that perfectly, to be honest, because as a child, sometimes you're not always aware of right and wrong and, you know, maybe you'll be influenced by something you've seen somewhere and not had a chance to have someone come up to you and quietly saying, yeah, no, actually, that's not something to be copying, you don't want to do that. So he's, again, quite rightly, gone over to the kids, offered him his shirt, sort of said you shouldn't do that, tell him to sort of respect the game and him and all the other players on the field. But then the referee booked him, um, which in football parlance means gives him a yellow card, caution. Um, so he's given me a yellow card and said, No, you're not allowed to go and talk to the fans. Um, you need to stay on the pitch and, you know, block out the chance. <laughs> it's like classic Caucasian crap. Sorry, but it's, it's so easy. Like the other day um, on Twitter, not say the other day, it was a couple of weeks ago now, but. Um, I had this guy, and I think I might have mentioned it on the show before, I had this guy kind of rubbishing, in um, sort of representation as a thing, kind of playing down its importance and kind of being a bit sarky about it, saying, oh, well, you know, um, surely we should, you know, give a name check to the Chinese every time a firework goes off and blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, yeah, you're not supposed to understand this. It's not even your fault, mate. Um, and, and it kind of is the same case with this referee, except in his position, if you don't understand, show some empathy. Except the referee hasn't shown empathy. Um, so he's booked Montari, uh, and Montari's responded by walking off the pitch. Which again, like I wouldn't stay there. No way am I going to stay there to let someone call me a fucking monkey or whatever blah blah he was getting, you know. Um, he's walked off the pitch, um, and in response, the Italian FA have given Soli Montari a one-match ban uh, while Caleri will face no punishment uh, for the racial abuse uh, that was meted out uh, to Montari because in their words it was only 10 people so you know no big deal. Um, I guess the real reason I bring it up is that um, especially in this day and age things are going to occur that are quite clearly wrong okay so what I mean by that is you're going to encounter some things, um, especially with all this Brexit stuff going on and you know various political shakeups happening here and elsewhere. The chances are high that you know, you're going to either hear something in the news or see something in the news that is pretty unacceptable morally speaking. And you know at that point, I think it's very important that you stick to your principles. Um, and, and you know, stand up for what you believe is correct. And I'm talking to everyone here, I'm not talking to like just my fellow Afro Caribbean people, I'm talking to Caucasians, I'm talking to Latin Americans, I'm talking to Asians, everyone. Like, if you are right minded um, and you can see that some things are clearly incorrect, we, we need to stand up and really kind of be strong in our conviction about certain things. I think it's very, very important because we already see certain things are getting swept under the carpet. The prison crisis, we spoke about it last week. Um, No one's talking about it. No one's even really, you know, acknowledged it almost publicly speaking, Um, save for, you know, your obvious kind of marginalised minority. Um, So, as I say, I just think it's very, very important that you do not allow you know, fear of retribution or reprisal or, or punishment or anything like that get in the way of what you really think is right. Like, I 100% believe that Sonny Montari did the right thing. I hope that, you know, he serves his match ban and, you know, returns with dignity. Like, I personally would have serious questions about, you know, returning to play any league games in that country again after that. Um, and I'm sure that Sully can continue, uh, consider his options come the end of the season. Um, but he can hold, 100% hold his head up high. He's, he's dealt with that for me in a completely correct manner, and um, he's being punished for it by what is quite clearly a racist committee. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to say, "Oh, well, yeah, it was only 10 people. Look how many people are in the stadium. There's thousands. You know, it's a minority. You, should, you shouldn't even hear it. You know." But it's, it's, I'm sorry, but it's just not like that. I mean when you're performing you can make out individual faces sometimes and sometimes you can hear individual voices especially when you're on the touchline in the case of football so for someone to turn around and say oh well he's only a little kid he's only a small boy forget about it ridiculous anyway um, let me get into some more music before I um, talk forever about that and we're gonna have a little Dark or Strife moment so we're going to start off with this one from myself, uh, Pressure. I'll tag Dark Horse on the production and then we're going to swiftly, smoothly move into Dark Horse Strife, Get With It, which is apparently taken from his play EP, which is apparently coming out at some point. You'll have to ask him. Don't forget, if you want a shout out, uh, it's at WhoisQuam and it's at Radar Radio LDN. Yes.
4: Yeah. It's Strife. This one's about pressure. Listen up. Yeah, what you know about pressure? Can't no see a lot, of pressure. did from a run, no pressure. Knowing that you soon need better when you get shit together. Yeah, would you know about pressure? Punch in the face, that pressure, tools coming out, that pressure. I don't wanna take a refresher, it's not a joke or leisure. So if you ever felt pressure, still can't get a job pressure. Benefits locked off pressure, cool I'm gonna shop pressure, spectate that it got better. And if you ever fuck with that pressure, better stand up to the pressure. If you get fucked by the pressure, it doesn't mean you're lesser. Just take ease of the lesson. Hey, I don't fall to a setback. Nobody's gonna stop me Fuck that, I won't let man, no I won't let man I hope you get that I don't fall to a setback nothing's gonna stop me. You can go away and check back, go away and check back, go away and check back. Hey, would you know about drama? Down to your last note drama Dinner from a one no drama, Knowing it's short term per lava and it will turn around after Yeah, would you know about drama? Punching a the face, type drama, tools coming outside drama Your blades head through a parker, it's not so cool for your laughter So have you ever felt drama, still can't get a job drama Better things blocks off drama Cool some kinda of shot drama Take fate that it got karma And if you ever buck with a drama I hope you get good karma If you get frunk by the drama That's not so unique saga, try to make sense of the answers, hey, I don't fall to a setback, nobody's gonna stop me, fuck that, I won't let man, no I won't let man, I hope you get that, I don't fall to a setback. Nothing's gonna stop me you can go away and check back, go away and check back, go away and check back If you ever saw actual beef If you ever saw actual grief Then when you hear these words with the beat underneath I will know that you know what I mean If you ever saw actual stress And had to just act all blessed When you hear this verse with the bass and the verb I'll know that you know what it says If you ever saw actual loss If you ever saw the actual cost Of the crimes that happened in the blink of an eye You'll hear this and not switch off If you ever had holes in your crep. If you know about flows on a set, if you do what you do to the best you can do it, then you really do know what I rap. Tell us what you know about pressure. Tell us what you know about pressure. Tell us what you know about pressure. Tell us what you know about drama. Tell us what you know about drama. Tell us what you know about drama. Tell us what you know about pressure. Tell us what you know about pressure. Tell us what you know about pressure. Tell us what you know about drama. Tell us what you know about drama, tell us what you know about drama.
2: Radar Radio.
0: Yo, been doing this for a man I was shot eight students to practice lines to sound clear. When the first bite on mic I got air. Then I got better in time, the flow's rare. Had to transform a blind with no fear. Satellite air and attack, is get scared. Yeah. Gonna summon heat, lyrics and beats all gonna juggle these Back in the day the people said I could it up in beats This mean I don't wanna try, could be me And I'm trying to say that I'm new to the scene But I came out of nowhere like cause from a referee They don't wanna know before I'm not free All up on my face like I got double D's Think about know nowhere to taste. Can't show me a team when I'm flowing to piss your thumb, bruh Darkest drive for the tune, darkest drive for the tune. Nigga know me, better get hype for the room. Mm. Better get hype for the room when I'm on a cold beat. Darkest yeah. drive for the tune, darkest drive sure. for the tune. Nigga know me, better get hype for the room. Better get hype when I'm on a cold beat. So with your head this one, better get with it. With your heads, this one better get with it. With your heads, this one better get with it. Can't waste time skipping, get with it. With your head this one better get with it. With your head this one better get with it. With your head this one, better get with it. Can't waste time skipping, get with it. Setting the bar high I'm raising it, I'ma get an approach and then take take 'em. So all these guys up, we the made for this Hit them with the drag of the darkness, flames so quick, said they're bound to burn Chatting about, spinning these sounds absurd One of the brides of the Al Capone Wanna be back with a show, not Bowser though Ways of mine, stop not gonna bring an antidote No choice but to really abandon hope Quiet side cause I couldn't withstand assaults Need to start bringing this down, dismantle flows Making sure that I sound clear, yeah Bringing that face, can we rise be wise to hold haunt them If They were more all scared, yeah, get spun around right here Wanna be a funny man here, they do wanna compare But it's darkest, drive for the truth, Darkest drive for the truth, nigga know me Better get high for the room, Better get hype in the room when I'm on a cold beat. Darker stride for the tune. Darker stride for the tune. They don't know me. Better get hype in the room. Better get hype when I'm on a cold beat. So with your head this one, better get with it. With your head this one, better get with it. With your head this one, better get with it. Can't waste time skipping, and get with it. With your head this one, better get with it. With your head this one, better get with it. With your head this one, better get with it. Can't waste time skipping, and get with it. I'm a double, yeah, stop that, that Run up on the show, stop on the game, bear tracks Today when I spit in, i just stop it, you're not like that. Could've been the best, or will of your you're all crap Danger, every rich on but the full back Why tool like you, bust the tools, man No school with your own mind, no tooth, fam Get high, but I have fun with this now Why like the killing of a consummate crowd Shocking it, but never were thunder and stars Back in the day was a wandering child When I spray you will get shook like Scooby and shaky seeing the zombies in town If the flow flow's down, then just bounce If you're not gonna show love, then duck out Cause who is he? Darkest drive for the future Darkest drive for the choosing. Nigga, know me Becky Better get hype the room. Better get hype the room when I'm on a cold beat. Darker stride for the tune. Darker stride for the tune. They know me. Better get hype in the room. Better get hype when I'm on a cold beat. So with your head this one better get with it. When your head this one better get with it. With your has this one better get with it. Can't wait has this skipping. Better get with it. With your has this one better get with it. When your head this one better get with it. Always not skip. to stop Darker stride for the tune. Darkest Drive for the two. Darkest Drive for the
4: Yeah, you get for the
0: Yeah, for the Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah Get with it
1: No dead lyrics Yeah Send it out to Darkos every single on that one uh, So What are we saying now? Quickly, right? One little bit of news that I forgot as well. Um, oh no, no, no wait, wait, wait! Before we do that, let's let's pick up everyone on Twitter actually. So, send out to Braco saying uh, he's locked in. Uh, send out to Courts every single. Altai Alex DeLacy, uh, old tie Courtney Francis, uh, and send out to Mina. Yeah. So um, we're going to be running part one of this chat with Mina in the next couple of minutes. Uh, we talked about her new P uh, EP. Uh, which is out right now, Uh, I'm trying to remember what it's called, Center EP, I think it's called, with an A-H at the end. Um, So we talked about that, we talked about her being in Ghana and other places, Um, yeah, she's she's been to Ghana more recently than I have, and will probably be back there before I'll be there next, so yeah, (laughs) so there's that. Um, But yeah, no, we had a really uh, fun little chat um, and we're gonna play part of that, uh, part one of that for you in the next couple of minutes just quickly before we do start that um, and another little bit of news that I forgot to mention at the top of the hour because I kinda wanted to talk about it in a bit more depth really Um, but what it is, uh, there's talk now and it's not officially been sort of ratified as um, a new rules per se uh, but in the world of track and field, athletics, there's talk of um, erasing all world records prior to 2005 Um, which I think is incredibly interesting. Um, It's been suggested by European Athletics um, and they're, I think, having a meeting with the IAAF, which is basically the sort of international athletics governing body, um, as it were. Um, And they're basically going to try and sort of push for this to become official law um, or official within the world of athletics. So. Getting rid of every record before 2005. I mean, I, I hear the arguments for it. Um, obviously, athletics has not been in the best of places. I say obviously. Maybe you're not familiar. Athletics has not been in the best of places in terms of credibility um, and sort of problems with athletes abusing performance-enhancing drugs, etc., etc. Blah blah. Care care. Um, so in that sense, some people could look at it and say, well, some of those records were set by, you know, athletes on PED's performance-enhancing drugs. Um, So they should obviously be expunged. But then on the other side of the coin, there's no knowing sometimes which of those records were legally attained and which of them were illegally attained. So to take one kind of brush and tar everybody with it seems a little bit unjust. I hear both of those arguments. Um, What I want to link it to as well is um, I think... No, not I think, I know. I wonder if you guys have um, been following this. Uh, Plans to rename the world famous Colston Hall in Bristol. um, Because it's named after a former slave trader, Edward Colston. So, I'm not really in favour of these things where we kind of rename things and, you know, try and put a new light on it. And I understand, again, I understand the argument for doing so. Obviously, the argument is... You know we shouldn't have this monument to someone who you know built his empire fortune whatever off of the back of slave labor totally hear that but my thing is why are we allowing people to forget what happened or what went before Like, i really think that that kind of almost provides an escape route or a, an opportunity to airbrush history you know what i'm saying like fair enough you can you can change a name Um, And now, who knows what's going to happen in five, ten years in terms of, you know, are we going to even acknowledge the fact that it was literally built off of slave labour and slave trade? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that building there? You know, like, I don't think we should shy away from these kind of questions and these kind of, um, you know, situations. And I think it's the same in athletics as well. I think that actually keep those world records um, almost as a legacy, of where athletics was. So my, my suggestion would be, if anything, maybe have these records, keep the records, but you just get a strong asterisk uh, asterisk next to all of them. Sort of as a thing where alright, this is the record, but, you know what I'm saying? You know, never forget, I, I really think that remembrance is, is very, very important um, and essential, especially with these kind of matters. But yeah, we need to get into this chat right now. So, <clears throat> haven't done this for a while. Uh, the live version of me is saying bye bye now, um, but the recorded version of myself and Mina will be with you until the top of the hour. Um, as I said, we talk about her new EP. Hello, you're hey. right, sweet as a nut, mate. <laughs> no one, I got no idea how I got to smile that wide this early, but yeah. Um, so we're talking about her EP. We're talking about life in London, we're talking about life abroad, we're talking about her influences, all kinds of cool stuff, alright, so, until next week, be good, I will see you then, mwah! radio. radio. Okay, I am finally, finally in conversation with uh, a young lady of bunch, uh, who I've been trying to get uh, in conversation with for you guys for a long, long time, literally about A month and a half, or maybe even two months, I've been thinking about it. Um, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Mina this evening. Thank you very much for coming in. Hi, Uh, uh, yes, say hello to people. If you can just introduce yourself uh, for the people, because I always get this bit wrong, so I just kind (laughs) of leave it to you guys.
5: Um, My name's Mina. I'm a music producer and a DJ from London, uh, and I make kind of global club music, and I've got an EP coming out on Friday. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Unbelievable, right? So yes, by the time this will be going live, this will have been out for five days. Um, do we have uh, a, a link to purchase the or any availability <laughs> as yet, or do we have um, to? Do I have to announce that on the show?
5: Um, yeah, I mean, if you just search for it in Google, you should probably come up and all of all the you know good stuff, good stockists, right. I guess.
1: Uh, what's the name <laughs> of the EP? Um, you can't it's just called
5: Center it. spelled S E N T A H. It's coming out Enchufada, spelled E-N-C-H-U-F-A-D-A. Okay Which is a label based in Lisbon Set up by Branco Who is quite a well-known producer Who is in a band called Bracasom Sistema
1: Okay, cool So that is the Centre EP by Mina Available on Entrifada Records And I didn't even pronounce that And you can tell because I butchered the last word (laughs) The easiest word of the lot
5: Portuguese for plugged in
1: right, Entrifada, plugged in Right, sweet I will bear that in mind and use it in the lyric in future, I'm sure. Yeah. Cool. So, um let's let's get straight into the EP. Um the influences behind the EP, the motivation to do the EP, all of that stuff. Where did it come from?
5: Um well, I've done quite a lot travelling over the last 6 months and I guess yeah. Um, for the last few years, I've spent quite a lot of time in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Sierra Leone for three months, and then I've been in Ghana for about four months out of, in the last two years.
1: We're going to be talking about <laughs> the yeah, trip to Ghana at some point because it's
5: wearing the Ghana t-shirt representing a, a,
1: a personal interest. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, um, yeah, yes. Yeah. So right?
5: obviously, like I love the music there. I just, it just, I find it really inspiring be- being there, and I have some really good friends who are musicians. So, it just makes sense to kind of work with them and. Yeah, I just really love being there. Hmm. I also went to Jamaica, Mexico, and I've just been travelling a bit around Europe for gigs as well. Yeah. So I just kind of pick up influences from all these different places and try and combine them into something a bit different, I guess. Something that I guess people hear, they think, "Oh, that sounds like a Camina track." I don't know. Hopefully, something that sounds a bit new and different.
1: Yeah. So almost, <laughs> almost like a not so much a travel journal. But I guess a um, yeah um, a, call, a sort of um, a collection of sonical tales, should we say, from your travels
5: yeah yeah definitely that's sort of how i see it as well and i had a video come out yesterday that was literally just that me with a video camera shooting my travels and putting it all together so yeah i think if you want like a visual representation of the ep just watch that video
1: okay what's that called
5: um it's a track called boeing which is you know the one Uh um and it's featuring a peruvian british peruvian rapper called nane who is really good? She's from like working with a few people recently. She's gonna be performing live at the next Boko Boko party in May, on May the 20th at the Alibi.
1: Big big up to Nane and Boko Boko yeah. as always.
5: Um, so yeah, so that track um has been get, well got quite a lot of radio support last year. Um, Tod and people on Radio One were playing it, so it's like yeah, it's kind of a banger. And then I just um, decided yeah to make a video for it. Got a few of my friends involved dancing and. Yeah, so I'm quite proud of the results. All right.
1: uh, where can we see the video? Is it um, out now or is Yeah,
5: it it- premiered on Heist nobility yesterday and it's just on YouTube, so... Cool. All
1: right, so we're looking for yeah. Mina Boing on B-O-I-N-G. YouTube and around the various internet circuits yeah. and e-waves and all that. Cool. Right, sweet. So um, next question is, how did you even get into... I guess, music production. Has it been something that you've been involved in for a long time, or...?
5: Um... Yeah, I'm... Well, I went to uni in Leeds, and that's got quite a big, like, music scene. There's lots of house parties and people that are quite involved in music.
1: What year are we talking?
5: Um... Well, I went, I think I started in 2011. I started DJing probably in my second year, so like 2012, 2013. Just started playing at house parties, you know, like in these basements that everyone had and just forced my way onto the deck somehow and (laughs) persuade people to give me a set. And I kind of became known for like playing dancehall and people would obviously like that it's you know good house party music yeah and i just wanted to experiment with making my own tracks because one of my housemates did that and he'd spent hours doing it, it looked quite fun mm. um so yeah just started i downloaded logic um just started making some little edits and remixes and stuff like that and just went from there really
1: yeah so i guess it kind of started off as a sort of hobby thing
5: um yeah but I don't know I'm quite I'm one of those people that like when I want to be good at something I just put my all into it and yeah. just try and become really good as quickly as possible so yeah. I think because I was making quite high quality, relatively like high quality music quite quickly. Mm. It like encouraged me to just want to keep at it. And I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. When I leave uni, it's just what I'm going to focus on. And that's literally all I focus, obviously I've done other things, but music production has been like the one thing I've really spent hours and hours focusing on for the last three years since I left uni.
1: Yeah, yeah. So your main personal pursuit kind of outside, obviously professional interests and whatnot, I guess.
5: Yeah, well, obviously DJing as well, but DJing is more like, you know, for paying the bills. I love DJing; it's fun, but music production is where, like, my you know yeah. heart and soul. Go, you know, my heart and soul goes into the music, and it's really personal. Yeah, Whereas yeah. if you play a set, like most of the tracks aren't even yours, so it's not that as personal. I think.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I can definitely imagine that. It's, it's. I can relate to that in terms of sometimes you have to do work in a school and it's fun in some senses but in other cases it's kind of more like you're just getting through the hour really whereas i guess with certain other types of stuff it's more enjoyable for me i can really kind of get deep into the um kind of technical nitty-gritty of certain things and i guess it's the same with producing and I'm guessing that because I used to do a little bit of um, dabbling with Fruity Loops so like nowhere near yeah. to the <laughs> level of you or any Fruit of my Loops mates Fruity Loops is
5: cool my friend taught me when I was in Ghana and yeah. you can make a, you can make something so
1: quickly that's that's why so it's like, so easy it blew exactly. my mind
5: but I think in terms of like the quality I think maybe I mean to be honest most of Drake's tracks are made on FL so I don't think it really matters if yeah. you're good Yeah, yeah. but Logic for me I just found quite easy to use and like the sounds in it sound quite good. So.
1: and that was the first program you used, or did you ever um, try any others?
5: I think I downloaded Ableton, and it just baffled me. So, oh, Ableton it. is weird. Yeah,
1: innit? I remember I went to a studio once. This guy was using Ableton, he didn't even understand it himself, and I was like, What even am I looking at? What <laughs> What have you done? I think here?
5: it's it's just whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, that's that's
1: really it. That's one thing that's been kind of a constant theme um, with most of the chats I've had. They're really. As far as I'm concerned, there aren't really rules as far as music yeah. goes. Like the that's best- what I like
5: about it. Like it's just limitless, like yeah. the possibilities. Sometimes it's a bit daunting because you sit there and you just have like, you just like, where the hell do I even start? Because it just seems like there's so many possibilities, mm-hmm. which is good and bad in a way. Yeah, because it gives you lots of creative freedom, but sometimes it can be a bit too much.
1: It's it's such a <laughs> double-edged sword. Let's go straight into that because, I've again spoken about this with quite a few people about how sometimes you'll have almost overthinking um, and anxiety from that overthinking Mm. because as you say you know if you set yourself this thing where there are no real boundaries I just want to try whatever it's like well what do I try then do you know what I mean so yeah, I I guess with your producing you've experienced that at times
5: yeah I, I do get quite bad writer's block and I just I don't know I just also when I make a really good track I sort of think god like am I gonna make anything that good like ever again (laughs) like how is that like the peak of my ability yeah Um, but yeah I think just having sounds that you always use um, and like developing your sound obviously is helpful because then you just can just go to those sounds you know they sound good and that's what people know you for. So I think over the years I built that up. Yeah. So now I'm known for like steel drums and like marimbas and those kind of like grimy synth sounds. Yeah. So I just tend to use them most of the time. And yeah.
1: Cool. <laughs> so so you say you've been to Ghana. Um, what was the other African country? You know, uh, i like Prophet
5: <laughs> Sierra Leone was it? Uh, I've been to Benin, Togo and South Africa as well.
1: Is that in the last year? No, no, not in the last year. That's what, so yeah, that so I want, I want to kind of concentrate on the last year and then we're going to go backwards. Okay. Like so.
5: um, yeah, yeah, the last year, just Ghana and I guess Sierra Leone, but it's a bit far, like far away Cool.
1: Now. All right. Uh, and also um, it was... Jamaica, um, Mexico. I know you've been to Norway as well to play a set.
5: Yeah, I went to uh, Milan, yeah. uh, Spain, Paris. All right. uh, somewhere else. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> well, them jet the setters and Oh my God. I'm, I'm just all over the place, to be honest, yeah. darling. What can I say?
5: Don't know what time zone I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: nah, I'm really not like that. <laughs> not at the moment. <laughs> all right. So what would you say, if any, would be your main influence in this EP in particular?
5: Um, It's got quite like a funky vibe, actually. Like three of the five tracks are very like funky influenced, I'd yeah. say. So maybe that, to be honest, but I don't know, yeah, there's it's kind of hard though, because like obviously people want to pigeonhole it and want to put it into categories, especially Mm. music journalists, so like yesterday she was like, oh, this Afrobeat banger, but it isn't Afrobeats, and like yeah. I'm sure anyone who makes Afrobeats will be like, this isn't an Afrobeats. And I don't think it's Afrobeats yeah, either. Yeah, but obviously, yeah. you can't like tell the journalists what to write. Like they choose their headline. So yeah, obviously Afrobeats is a huge influence on my sound. Um, but I don't think, yeah, I don't it's not Afrobeats. I don't make Afrobeats at all. Mm. Like I think what I make is yeah, a bit different, um, but I work with um, Gafarchi, who's quite um, known for. He's worked with a lot of yeah, yeah, big yeah. Afrobeats artists in Ghana. Name
1: definitely rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah,
5: and he's like, he's honestly like a musical genius. Like watching him work is amazing, and he's just started this project called Joa, which just they're just spinning out bangers like every week, just a new, really sick, like kind of Afro housey funky vibe track which is really cool Mm. good for the club really good for the clubs as well so i worked with him on a track and also bright who is a vocalist um who had a hit like a few years ago called i like your girlfriend which is like one of those kind of underground club hits which did really well in the uk but i don't even think he even knew how like popular it was yeah 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 because like when i told him and like i i've like hooked him up with someone who wants to release it in the uk because it's like such a big track but he just had no idea which is Mm. really cool because it's good to be able to like make those connections um so he's a really talented vocalist so i worked on a couple of tracks with him And a guy called Kratos as well, who's like a singer I work with as well.
1: Cool. So I guess various influences from various different sources, which I can, and again, I really appreciate that because I kind of try and bring that to my own... Table. Although I don't really want to talk about that too much because it ain't about me. It's about your EP, which is out on Friday, the Center EP,
5: uh, and on uh, vinyl as well.
1: Ooh! Uh, see, cool. I, I was going to ask that as well. I was going to ask, is it so? It's obviously not just digital. Um, so is it um online and vinyl, or will there be a um, CD release as well?
5: I don't, does anyone? That's do that's CDs? that. Yeah, that was the next
1: question I was going to ask. Yeah, as well. I
5: mean, I don't even have a record player, so I can't really talk about vinyl. But yeah, like. I think it's cool like it's cool to add something physical and um, yeah I would encourage anyone to get a copy it's very limited edition and the artwork's really nice and, yes yeah, it, it,
1: could vouch for that it would
5: yeah I think yeah it would mean I think having like a physical thing means a lot well because it's digital, I don't know. It doesn't have the same value. I think as like a physical thing. So yeah, mm. be cool to that. If people want to buy it, they buy it. But
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I understand.
5: People. It's not obviously as cheap. I mean, it's like I don't know, 13 pounds opposed to like three or four pounds. So yeah. I understand, but. Yeah, I think it's a cool thing to have and I'm glad that they're like doing it as well.
1: Well yeah, my my big thing about that as well is, you know, archiving and, and legacy purposes, do you know what I yeah. mean? Um, who knows what's gonna happen to something if if it's in digital format, you know what I'm saying?
5: Yeah, I guess it just doesn't really have any value. Won't ever get worth any more, but if you have a vinyl record and I'm like I blow up and become huge.
1: Yeah. Could be worth a bit of money. That's exactly (laughs) it as well. And simply just to have and hold in your hand... And you know, respect as an art of work, not just the yeah. music on the actual disc, but the disc itself, the artwork, as you said, you know, all of that goes into it. Yeah, so, definitely. I absolutely always, anytime, which is pretty rare anyway, but <laughs> when artists do ask me, I'm like, yeah, always do a physical release if you can. If that's the yeah. big if, if you can, please.
5: I was just like, when they told me they wanted to do it, I was like, do you think anyone's gonna wanna buy it? <laughs> I was just like, I don't think anyone's gonna wanna buy it. Not in like a bad way, but I it's just, I don't know I don't think I'm like that big or whatever but I mean it's only 200 and they seem to think that it's good enough so obviously I'm like grateful to them for believing mm. in what I do and thinking it's worth doing
1: because well I mean they think it's worth it and I imagine you must even though obviously as an artist you don't like to blow your own trumpet <laughs> you must feel as though it's worth that run
5: yeah no of course like I'm really proud of the tracks and I think they're all really good and the feedback I've had has been really really good so it's not yeah the quality I think is really good but yeah
1: good stuff good stuff (laughs) yeah
5: I'm really proud of it and and it's weird like because obviously you spend months working on stuff and it's all suddenly kind of out there for everyone to see it's kind of and then by the time it's released you've sort of been listening to it for about six months you're a bit sick of it but
1: kind of how it works in in my experience i've always found release days really kind of nerve wracking yeah because of as you say you've put all this time and effort not just into recording but then into promoting you've done stuff like what you're doing today gone to various radio stations to kind of let people know that it's happening and then suddenly it's here and then you kind of all you can do really is almost wait and maybe just promote a bit but you always feel like oh am I doing a bit too much here
5: I was a bit worried that it would be dropping at the same time as Jay House's album but it's not thank God (laughs) (laughs) because if it was no one would care
1: when is that I don't even know (laughs) like mid May uh, you see you see how out of the loop I'm about everything I've just but that's like obviously a really
5: big deal it is like for UK like music and obviously he's like a huge I love his music so much and what he's doing is like really really interesting and new as well so yeah i I mean i know i talk a lot about africa but even like london you know there's tons of people from all over the world here Mm. and all those influences come together and i think just the london sound in itself is super world like world influence now and it's really cool
1: absolutely i've i've honestly honestly since about i'll say about 15 years old and obviously for me, it's to do with grime mainly, but I've always thought that we've got a sound that is like, unlike anything else you hear mm. anywhere. And it's for the reasons you just say, like growing up around people from all kinds of different places, yeah. you know, with all kinds of different ways of looking at life. bringing Yeah, no, i really
5: like... That's the thing that I do miss when I go traveling is the diversity of yeah. the city. And obviously, there's things about London. I'm like, oh, so big and expensive and cold. But that diversity is something that you don't get anywhere else, and mm. it's super special. And I'm grateful for being a part of it in a small way.
1: Amen. <laughs> no, strong, strong. Amen to that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's let's take it back a little bit before we come back to. Um, uh, your trip to Ghana, which obviously, for personal reasons, I'm quite <laughs> interested in. Um, so, quite often, musicians will say, oh, you know, music's always been a really big factor in my life growing up mm. and blah, blah, blah. I've got to be honest, for me, I enjoyed listening to music, but really, sport was a much more, mm. you know, influential part of my upbringing than almost anything. Now, would you say that music was something that was, you know, always kind of in your bloodstream sort of thing when you were growing up?
5: Um, Yeah, definitely, because I did piano to quite a high level.
1: Ah, okay, cool. Um,
5: And I think that gave me my kind of sense of melody. I think I'm quite known for my melodies and I'm very like I think that's my strongest part of writing is harmony and melody
1: what grade did you get to?
5: grade (gasps) 8 yeah
1: wow (laughs) no do you know no 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 no. can I just I have to interject and say I used to do a little bit of piano myself um, in school up to about year 8 but I kind of yeah. Quit after I did my grade two, and I've regretted. That's one. Yeah, that's yeah. one regret it's I've one got. It's one of those
5: things, though. At the time, I was like, "Oh, this is so boring. hate <laughs> so. I hated it, and I quit. Like as soon as I did, it, I hated it.
4: Uh,
1: but now
5: I'm obviously grateful that I had that you like, foundation. You should.
1: Be, oh my god! I, I used to have this mate called Vincent, who was like, you grade yeah. eight piano, just be like mm. all up and down, do whatever behind his back, and all this. And then I just thought, this is just so cool. Like it's yeah, it's no. Just so I'm I'm
5: definitely grateful. And I played a a couple of other instruments. And also my dad is like super into music. Like he would take, he took me to see Eminem when I was about eight years old. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And like would take me to festivals. And yeah, so I've kind of grown up with him, like playing, you know, his huge vinyl collection and stuff. So yeah, I've grown up with like that kind of desire to like learn about music, find new music. Just, yeah, it's just always been something that I've been interested in.
1: Yeah, cool. So it's, yeah. it's literally you're you're you are one of those people who has been immersed in music, the whole musical experience and all that. Like I'll yeah, ta- like prior to performing yeah. I'd never been to a festival like just to yeah. go and see it for myself, do you know what I'm saying?
5: Yeah, no, I went to Glastonbury quite young and Reading and all these places. Yeah, so mm. I feel like hope, kind of, yeah. Great.
1: And and obviously, well I say obviously maybe it's not so obvious, but I imagine that must have an influence on or some sort of influence on what you're doing now.
5: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, I I don't know, I guess obviously your musical, t- I think I used to only go to like drum and bass raves when mm. I was like 14. Yeah, And now I'm like, ugh, I couldn't really listen to it. I like, kind of like Jungle, but, do you know, so I do think your musical tastes do change, but there are some tracks that yeah, they're I've definitely liked, allowed like, to. you know, from, from a young age. Yeah. And I've always been into dancehall and yeah. Afrobeats, I kind of came to that a bit later, like when I first went to Sierra Leone, I think about five or six years ago, but. Cool. Yeah.
1: Oh no, cool, no. Yeah. No, I'm always interested to hear about, you know, people who have had that experience because as I say, my musical experience when I was young was kinda limited to just like listening to pirate radio and thinking, oh yeah, this is sick. Like, At the same time,
5: like people I kinda bored, not bored me but when people are like, oh well, I've been into it since I was, you know, like five years old. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like who cares when you get into it? As long as you're into it and you're like you appreciate it. It doesn't matter if you discovered it yesterday or ten years ago, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. into that whole like proving how like authentic and kind of like OG you are about something like who cares
1: well yeah it's that I've always <laughs> had that thought and also the other part of it is well if I do try and put it on like someone who knows is just can yeah, hear you can it, tell, it. Of just course. call me out on yeah. my bullshit instantly yeah you know exactly I mean?
5: and I'd never like pretend that I'm something I'm not but at the same time like yeah it's important to just yeah if you love something just learn about it as much as you can and yeah yeah that's what I try and do
1: yeah, exactly. And and there's a similar argument about, you know, and obviously this isn't your field, sorry to drag you into this a little <laughs> bit, but new age, new age, I have to get the air quotations out, new age grime supporters or whatever, people say, yeah. oh, but you didn't, weren't there back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like some of these people are fucking... Six years old back in the day. What do you yeah, want me yeah, exactly. to do? do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like,
5: exactly. Like you can't help. Let's young. just enjoy
1: the music. Exactly. Let's just enjoy the music and just everyone. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, enjoy I know what that. Yeah, doing. I
5: see the Twitter beef on
1: about it, and I'm just like, I can't be I mean,
5: obviously, I can never like say anything. But it just seems a bit stupid, anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Trust me, man. I, I, can, I can fully relate to not being able to understand many of those things that go on on Twitter. These are yeah. more arguments and back and forth. Anyway, we're talking <laughs> about your EP and your musical journey. So, I want to I want to take a stop off in Ghana now. For those of yeah. you <laughs> who are listening that somehow are, are unaware of out this, out. Uh, I, d- I don't know like how many times I've <laughs> mentioned the fact that uh, I have Ghanaian heritage. Uh, but if you didn't know the clue's in the name yeah that's definitely part of the clue yeah that's (laughs) the other thing is my absolutely bait nose like one of the baitest Ghanaian noses you probably possibly ever (laughs) see in your life but yes I am from Ghana so I I was last in Ghana myself at the end of 2010 uh, and the start of 2011 Mm -hmm. Uh, and the reason that's interesting to my mind is um, oil had just been struck uh, on one of the coasts in Ghana or maybe not even one of the coasts just somewhere in Ghana oil had been struck
5: by who though? By the Chinese or by the Ghanaians?
1: That's a very very good <laughs> question. That makes a very question. big difference. Yeah, I, I think who? it was the Russians actually. Okay, I think it was well, the yeah. Russians controlling it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so
5: that's the issue,
1: I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you say you're in Ghana this I was year?
5: Here in Jan- there in January this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um What what, what um, city or town were you in?
5: So I was in Accra just the whole time this yeah. time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, how how was your stay?
5: Oh, yeah, I was really, I loved it. I mean, I have friends there now, so it's kind of like before I sort of didn't know anyone. Mm. So you spend a while making friends, and now I have like good friends. So just felt it was nice to sort of reconnect with people, make new friends. Um, yeah, just I was really wanted to focus on work and my, mu- my music. Yeah. So yeah, I was really busy like every day, either in the studio or work- working on stuff um, at home. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like fun. I mean, it was fun, but it was very much like a work trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first and foremost. um, But what did I do that was fun? I mean, just going to like Labadi Beach and playing. F- I played football on the beach in the hot sun.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I should have said That's something. To say- I just spent like five <laughs> seconds nodding really vigorously about like, Labadi Beach.
5: Yeah, like my friend really loves football. So he took me down and we got a ball and we just like started a little match. I think it's probably like funny to see like a white girl like... <laughs> falling around in the, you know what i mean but it's just i don't yeah i had loads of fun and um yeah went out partying a bit obviously partying's really fun i did a workshop um for women teaching music production which is quite cool yeah um there's like a smallish like community of like female djs and it's growing but it's obviously not you know the same as in london but Yeah, yeah um there's a really cool dj called keys who's like doing quite a lot of Stuff there to do with like encouraging people to girls to start DJing and get involved in creative stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's there's people just doing quite a lot of cool stuff now. It's really nice to see like a kind of growing creative community of you know artists, musicians, photographers, all sorts of people. Mm. And I think it's less like oh we need to look to Europe for validation. Like oh actually we've got a lot going on here. But, yeah. And yeah. I know it's not like the same because yeah. It's, it is tough and I, I'm not denying that to even earn a living like it's tough in London to earn a living from being creative let alone in Accra but people are doing it and they're hustling and yeah a lot of respect for them
1: oh good stuff that's that's very encouraging actually um, I definitely want to come on to the um, workshop that you set up for producers there oh yeah um, but the general wider point that I want to start with um, because part of my visit when I was there well, was not me personally but I was with a friend uh, and she was trying to, or she was, like, helping to organise an event for this artist called... Uh, I think he's called Tic Tac or something like that. Okay. Um, I it's don't know.
5: definitely a dance artist called Tic Tac or TikTok. Yeah, know. yeah, Maybe
1: yeah. Yeah, I think it was something like that. But anyway, um, the reason I bring it up is because she always used to be sort of all through the trip kind of bemoaning the fact that she wasn't being taken seriously and you know people were turning up to meetings really late oh and yeah
5: but that's just yeah that pissed me off
1: <laughs> so that so you did experience yeah, all yeah, of that. yeah
5: definitely and i i think it's so rude and i know that's part of the culture but like things don't happen mm. you can't get things done if you're two hours late to a meeting yeah yeah because if that was me i would just go home and i would like try and instill in like my friend to like be on time but yeah
1: <laughs> so that hasn't changed that um, it's not great to hear <laughs>
5: yeah it, has, it hasn't it hasn't I mean obviously it's difficult because they don't have public transport so if you're stuck in traffic you're stuck like yeah. you're not going anywhere Yeah, it's there's not true. really much you can do about that but at the same time you kind of think well why don't you leave a bit earlier to kind of I don't know it's difficult obviously um yeah, and I am I would try and be late to, like, fit in, but then I would still be earlier than whoever I was to. So I would just be like, this is so stupid. Like, I would literally make an effort to be late. Yeah. Because I knew they wouldn't be on time, and I'd still be, like, an hour, like, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, but when you say she wasn't taken seriously, do you think that's because she was, like, from UK or because she was a woman, or what do you mean by that?
1: Um, I think she was saying it was mainly to do with her being a woman. Yeah. Um, the Maybe the UK aspect... Because re- it's really weird, all right, what I have to explain now, having been to Ghana is, um, and I guess it's probably changed amongst the kind of middle classes in Ghana, um, but there are some kind of sort of working middle class people who are a little bit resentful of um, the diaspora, the the, the Ghanaian diaspora. So when they hear that British accent, there's a little bit of resentment kind of festering in their mind. And they kind of set out to undermine you a little bit, almost to show you Oh, you're not at home. Oh, you yeah. You might of think course. you're at home. Yeah, yeah. Understand that. So I think there was definitely a little bit of okay. that for her, um, and that's why I wanted to ask you because obviously you have a different perspective um, as an English woman. Yeah. Um, do you think that people were kind of not necessarily? taking you serious because you still managed to get a workshop done and t- to be fair she ultimately managed to get the party done yeah. in the end
5: Um, the workshop was through Alliance Francais which is quite a well known create like cultural organisation it's yeah. quite legit yeah. it's obviously because they were on board with it and I had other aquaba music, which is the label. So it wasn't just me on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just been me on my own, probably no one would have cared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have those kind of brands associated with it. Yeah, I think that helps. Um yeah. and um, yeah, I oh, know I didn't I mean I don't I don't I, I don't think anyone didn't take me seriously. I think obviously yeah, you have to prove yourself. You can't just expect people to care about you without giving them a reason to. Mm. Um so yeah, but people are very yeah, everyone's very kind and like welcoming to me good yeah
1: good to hear (laughs) four months though like me personally i don't know if i could stay in ghana for a third of a year just now like i think if i was gonna do that i'd probably just stay there for the rest of my life to be honest it's Um,
5: like it's difficult yeah because there are things there that are amazing and i really love um and there are things that are a bit kind of difficult so yeah it's it's I think yeah three months is probably yeah the longest time i could spend and i always try and go like over the winter yeah, yeah. so i'm just really yeah. cut out so you're obviously yeah. yeah like you don't i'm not that bothered about not being uk in january yeah. like nah,
1: it's pretty cold nah, it's absolutely um fine. but
5: yeah, yeah i'd love to like well my aim is to go back at the end of the year to do quite a big music project um, and maybe set up a studio, but like not a big one, just a smallish hmm. little home studio yeah. for people who maybe don't have access to regular studios because they can't afford it for whatever reason. Like studios are quite expensive there. Yeah, yeah. Even for me, like I had to pay, I don't know, something like £20 for half a day, which isn't like, it's not, ch- obviously it's not like so expensive, but it is quite a lot. if You add it up. So if you're doing that every single day, yeah, add yeah, up. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be cool to offer a space for people who are super talented but can't use regular studios for whatever reason. And, yeah, work on my own music as well.
1: Cool stuff, man. Cool stuff. All right, so thank <laughs> you so, so much for coming in. I'm right. so glad we were finally able to get this recorded. Um, don't forget the... Center. EP is out on...
5: <laughs> Friday the 28th.
1: Via... Entry Fata. I was testing her. I knew all of that stuff, but I was testing her <laughs> in it. Thank you very much once again. Um, to all of you locked in, this has been Unpopular Opinions. I have been Kwam. She has been Mina. And we will see you again soon. Mwah! Be good.